This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. By this time tomorrow, we'll know the new location of the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture. Ex-Secretary Sonny Perdue told reporters today the announcement will come tomorrow. So far, three finalists remain in the running. Kansas City, the Research Triangle area in Raleigh, North Carolina, and a handful of sites in Indiana. Purdue says the announcement will come by way of a press release after ERS and NEFA employees are briefed on the decision. The biofuels sector is formally fighting back against a petroleum industry lawsuit over the administration's action to allow summer E15 sales. Growth Energy filed a motion to intervene today in a lawsuit brought by the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers earlier this week, joining the Renewable Fuels Association and their action. RFA President and CEO Jeff Cooper says the biofuels sector feels confident in EPA's action. There is a very strong uh, rational basis for this action. There's a strong legal basis. And technically, you know, we've been able to show, and EPA's analysis agrees with this, uh, that there would be... Uh, no adverse impact on air quality whatsoever uh, as a consequence of this action. And, and in fact, E15 uh, presents lower uh, volatility and and thus lower evaporative emissions. And so if we're replacing E10 with E15, we're actually seeing uh, fewer uh, smog-forming emissions. President Donald Trump was in Iowa yesterday touting the administration's action on E15. Cooper says the trip also offered a chance for Iowa farmer Daryl McAlexander to lobby the president directly on the use of small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard. Daryl did, did make the point that, you know, that these exemptions, these small refinery exemptions are undermining demand and, and, and harming agriculture and harming the ethanol industry. The president's response, and, and he would, you know, look directly in the eyes of, of Daryl and, and said, uh, I'll look into that, which we took as an encouraging signal that Mr. Trump is is going to take some personal interest in, in this issue. On another subject, there's been no shortage of debate over health care policy in Washington over the last decade, and a pair of former congressmen hope that doesn't muddy the waters for rural health issues. Tom Talkey served as a Republican congressman representing Iowa in the 1980s. He says the legislative process still has the ability to change things, but not on hyperpartisan issues. I'd prefer that Congress approach this issue in a series of discrete measures that are focused on dealing with some of the rural health care issues. And if you watch Congress, it is able to come together in a bipartisan way on narrow, re- relatively narrowly defined non-high-profile issues. As soon as the issue becomes high-profile, it seems as if the partisanship steps in. So I hope that we can be separated from the big debate over health care and we can instead focus on a series of things that will make a difference. Former Texas Democrat Henry Bonilla says rural health care is in need of congressional support. And unlike Obamacare, how whether you like it or don't like it, is controversial. This is not controversial. This is something that, again, can whether you're living in an urban area or a rural area, there's a plus at the end of the day. So. It, it will be, the ultimate challenge will be to find champions because every member of Congress and, or Senator, we, we all have priorities, but if uh, you have, we have to somehow find a way to coalesce members and senators at the end to say this is really a priority because a lot of them will say, yes, I want to help on this, but we've got to find champions who say, yes, I want to champion this. 
The two former congressmen spoke on a panel today at the Bipartisan Policy Center, which formed a task force to address three issues, defining a clear path to strengthen rural health care, increasing the use of new delivery methods, and building on successful proposals already underway. According to BPC polling, 92% of Democrats and 93% of Republicans say easier access to health care in rural communities is an important public issue, and three in five voters would be more likely to vote for a 2020 candidate who addressed rural health care access. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency of the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.